podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, colleagues. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gaudia Quiroga, usually in the Spanish capital, but currently I'm on location in San Luis Obispo, California, visiting the family for Christmas. And today's episode is going to be the last episode of 2022. And I wanted to take an opportunity to talk about what occurred on Sunday. It's taken me a couple days to digest what actually happened with Messi and Argentina. And I wanted to take some time to think about it. I listened to all the football podcasts. I've seen all the shows. I saw the parade. I watched all the TikTok videos and I just couldn't get enough. And I was wondering why it hit me different, this World Cup winner, more than any other recent World Cup winner. And I really just think it comes down to the love and affection I have for the little man from Argentina, Messi. As I was talking with my dad, trying to have a summary of this match, I was trying to remember the first time, my first Messi moment, and I couldn't come up with one. And it's interesting because I feel that Messi has been so involved in my second half of my football fandom. And I just can't remember when he first appeared in my football life, which is kind of weird. I have a lot of distinct memories of football. You know, like you've heard the story of how I became a Barca fan with watching Brazil train in the 94 World Cup and seeing young Ronaldo uh, on the team and practicing. But again, it's, it's this crazy coronation, this storybook ending that I didn't think was possible because sports is so cruel, as we all know, as we've been fans of different teams. And I can't remember a time recently, actually recently, that I wanted someone to win a title so bad. Now, as you know, I'm a Bay Area sports fan. And I was really lucky growing up to be a 49ers fan having Super Bowls right away. So I didn't really know the suffering that it took to win a Super Bowl. But as a baseball fan, a San Francisco Giants fan, I suffered quite a bit. And to win that first World Series was magical. I distinctly remember the whole series, that whole season. It's crazy how these memories stay with you forever with sports. Another crazy memory was when the Golden State Warriors won their first championship, which I absolutely thought would never happen in my lifetime. And to see the success that they've been on recently, but more importantly, the first that came out of nowhere. But with this World Cup, I think it's been a little bit different because Argentina were favored, one of the favorites. And the lead up to it, right? It's like these matches, these one-offs, anything can happen, injuries, refereeing decisions. And Messi was able to deliver the goods. And that makes me so happy. You know, recently before Messi went to PSG, I was critical about Messi's leadership and the way he was able to play in these big moments. And I think that really got erased. I think he has finally, I would say around Copa America time, this last Copa America, I think Messi finally embraced 
that pressure of what it is to be the number one for Argentina. Now, I'm sure you've seen all the videos of everyone celebrating. You know, right now in Argentina, there's a very tough, tough, tough economic crisis that's going on. And to give this type of really small sense of euphoria for the people is amazing. I mean, you've seen the videos of everyone all around the world celebrating this win. And, you know, it's crazy how sometimes sports are just better than the movies with these storybook endings. I could have never imagined Messi winning a World Cup. I take that back. It's not that I didn't imagine him winning for two years. It's more, so many things had to go right for him to win the World Cup. And as I talked throughout the last couple weeks with Roy and Dom and so forth, the adjustments that Scaloni did as a manager combined with changing lineups and making surprises for other teams, I think ultimately Messi finally found a manager who did his job, his part enough to keep other teams on their toes. So let me quickly recap how I watched the final. I was flying back to California. I did an amateur hour job of scheduling. I totally forgot about the World Cup final when I was booking my flight. And yeah, so I was on a flight between Madrid to Dallas. But in actual looking back, I'm glad because it occupied four and a half hours of the nine hours that I had to fly back. So it actually worked out pretty well. And the funny part was everyone was basically watching the final on their little screen so I could see it. And everyone was basically cheering for Messi and Argentina, which is pretty crazy. And they were, not everyone was Argent, you know, Argentine on the flight by any means. And I think that is something that Messi transcends over sports, where people just recognize the brilliance, the genius that he is, and they just want to gravitate towards him. Obviously, the match was crazy, right? This is... You know, not only one of the greatest World Cup finals, but also one of the greatest matches. I can't think of uh, a couple matches, maybe, you know, obviously the PSG Barca comeback off the top of my head, where you had such pressure, such twists and turns. And most importantly, the superstars of both teams duking it out, giving their best punch, their best effort. Mbappe Hattrick loses the World Cup. What? Messi, assist, a goal, and obviously had a, had a play and a hand in that one of the most beautiful counter-attacking goals you ever see. I mean, that is, that second goal from Argentina was definitely a work of art on so many levels. You showed that video on a counter-attack of just the sheer technique and talent, speed, and obviously Di Maria's finish, which was clinical. I mean, look at that finish that Di Maria had at full speed. He basically lifted the ball just enough over Loris' leg to get in the back of the net. How many other players either get that blocked or sail it wide? I mean, that thing was beauty. And the thing is, this match had everything that you would ever want, right? It had great goals. It had tension. It had mounting pressure. And everyone is watching this around the world. 
which is crazy to me. As you've been listening to the podcast, I love this French national team of what they stand for with their physicality and the way they play. And I think Deschamps did an excellent job of throwing the kitchen sink and trying to get a victory. I don't think many managers do that. Deschamps came into the 40th minute, made some changes, took out Giroud, uh, took out Dembele, and just kept pumping players in there, trying to get something, trying to get something. Moved Mbappe into the middle, trying to get something, trying to get something. And finally, you could see the momentum click, especially, I think, you know, it was kind of a chess move on either side where Di Maria finally gave all his all and had to come off because he was gassed. And Scaloni came in with another left back. And I think that ultimately was kind of conceding to absorb that pressure. And France started to take that over. And obviously Mbappe just willed that team, you know, obviously with the penalty kick and obviously that second goal was, I mean, you watch that second goal again, the technique on that, he had one chance, right? And it was, it's, it's so crazy. He had one chance, top of the box, swinging half volley, like done, scores a goal, you know? And against Martinez, who was definitely one of the best goalkeepers of the tournament, you know, I felt so gutted when France tied that game, man. I didn't know how Argentina were going to re-up that energy to match France's energy in the second half. And I definitely was nervous because it's one thing to be down one nothing and holding on for dear life. But with 2 nothing, you basically have both hands on the cup, you know, with 10 minutes left on the match. You know, watching these two superstars, these two titans of, of football battle out is anything you would ever want. I just remember I did not feel confident at all that Argentina or Messi were going to pull this off. But man, I'm so happy that Messi scored in the extra time. The play and the movement of both teams in extra time, Argentina found their gear again. They were able to push forward. However, obviously when they started to push forward, that left gaps behind them and France started to counter as equally as, as dangerous. And it was a matter of who was going to mess up. And I was really nervous for Gonzalo Montiel, the right back for Argentina, because he started to lose confidence and also Odomeni as well with their defense trying to cover back Mbappe who was just finding the gaps up the middle and they were able to expose the wings but when Messi scored that extra time goal I was everybody on the plane was celebrating I felt good I felt I was like okay they just need to hold off and I you know it's so difficult in that moment what do they do do you do you play back you go forward to try to get the other goal, but you expose yourself. I mean, so many different things, right? And of course, Mbappe, you know, in the second half, obviously hits, he has the one shot to hit the game. Uh, sorry, let's go back. So in the, before the match ended, he had that one opportunity to try to hit the game winner, but it got blocked and he couldn't get a clean shot off. And man, that was such a huge defensive play. But going into extra time, he just, he just kept carrying over that speed and aggression and was just finding holes inside the Argentine defense and Mbappe ties the game 3-3 you know obviously uh, Montiel gets a handball in the box and I was just like oh man are you kidding me and I, I just can't get over the pressure to hit that penalty kick 
3-3 is incredible and Mbappe made it look so smooth. Mbappe is a hell of a player, man. He is, he is something else. When I watch him, I get the same feelings, sensation when I watch Thierry Henry. Elegance with class, talent, and power. He floats. Next time watch, Mbappe just floats out there and he obviously, he's already won a World Cup, but he, you know, he has a cold career ahead of him. He definitely needs to leave PSG. Obviously, I hope he doesn't go to Real Madrid, being a Barca fan, but we will see. And obviously, France ties at 3-3, and we head to penalty kicks. I love the strategy of both these teams to have their big guns go first. I think that is the new kind of twist now in recent penalty kick taking, which I definitely prefer. I think you got to go with your big guns. And Mbappe starts the round, gets it. Martinez gets a hand on it, but Mbappe just hit it too hard. And then Messi goes in. I was really nervous about Messi, man, because as a Barca fan, we've seen him take so many opportunities. We saw in the Croatia match, he went top shelf, and I thought for sure he was going to go top shelf. But he just, again, <laughs> the, the huevos on Messi on this play, because the thing is, he just sees Joris lean, and he just hits it the other way. He literally hard passes the shot. Hard passes the shot. <laughs> It's crazy. So it's 1-1. Then Komen comes up there. Martinez makes a, a great save. Martinez, you know, definitely the keeper of the, of the tournament. It's funny because I didn't really know his profile before this tournament. Obviously, throughout the matches, I've seen him. Uh, did some, you know, light uh, YouTubing on him. And, yeah, he's, he's been, uh, you know, he obviously plays in the Premier League. I think, you know, I think he's a fun player. And more importantly, he had the tournament of his life making those saves in the PKs. And also, oh, how did I forget about this moment? Obviously, the save of, could it be the save of World Cup history? You know, against the sub from France on the 1v1 in extra time? Because that player did everything he had to do to finish that. And Martinez came with a kick save that, oh my God, everybody in the plane was just like, oh, <laughs> moaning at the same time. So really funny, really quick, I'm staying at my parents' house and my parents have these fake dog noises when it senses that someone is walking in the front of the street and it has interrupted me five times while I'm recording this. So uh, I love dogs, but these fake dogs uh, need to go. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. Um, so let's go into the, the Komen, obviously Komen misses. And all of a sudden I was like, okay, Argentina, this is your this is your Weco, this is your shot to, to, to clear this. They obviously convert on the second one. Third one, um, Chomani, he misses wide left. From then on, it was game on. And again, how many times have you seen teams be perfect in penalty kicks through the rounds? And they just have this confidence about them. And that's what I just felt. I felt from the the Netherlands game how clinical they were how perfect they were i thought that really carries over to this moment right because if you have a penalty shootout before and you had the success and you moved on that gives you this this confidence going forward to the next rounds because you've you've suffered through that right and maybe that get, you know maybe it's a slight edge but it's an edge enough for argentina and they just were clinical and obviously montiel finishing it off and the celebration just started and the, when i was on the flight the whole flight went crazy 
and of course I got emotional. Like it's crazy because, you know, obviously I've never met this man, but Messi has just been a part of my football delight, passion. Uh, one of the reasons why I started this podcast, you know, for the last 10 years, especially ever since I moved to Spain. I've been lucky enough to see him a couple times live and he did not disappoint. And most importantly, I just, it's just the storybook ending we all wanted and I think football needed. And it truly was magical. I mean, you saw the celebrations in Argentina. It's just been insane. I have some Argentine coworkers. I was messaging with them. They were crying. They went down to the, to the center of Madrid to go celebrate. Good on them. This is going to be another baby boom in, in Buenos Aires and Argentina, just like it happened in Spain in 2010. But man, I, you know, watching all the happiness that Messi has brought, it's just, it's amazing. And I'm just so happy that he was able to finally get this massive monkey off his back. Because to me, there's no debate that he is the best player I've ever seen and we will ever see. You know, I was on a podcast this week with some lads from the UK and they were talking about Ronaldo Messi. And yeah, Ronaldo has a very impressive resume, but he doesn't inspire. Messi, just think about like, like I was telling those guys, I said, when I think of the jaw-dropping moments that Messi has provided us as Barca fans, you know, the first one that comes to my head immediately right now is the Betty's chip goal at the top of the box one time. Who the hell dares that type of brilliance? Messi does. I think of the Saragossa goal where he fends off the defender, chips it to himself to the side, evades one guy, takes it coast to coast, Goes left, goes right, goes back left, shoots, scores. Obviously the Hitafe end-to-end goal that mimics Maradona goal against England. What about the Bayern chip goal in the champion semis? I mean, Messi is Da Vinci. And I just can't get over how he has completed everything especially at this age i just didn't think i just didn't think he had a good chance this world cup now i normally don't buy jerseys it's just not my it's not my thing but i was thinking about this week i think i'm going to get the argentina messi 10 with the three stars because to me this is the culmination of his career, this World Cup championship. Obviously, we've been very lucky as Barca fans to watch all the greatness. And that's the thing. I've been so lucky in my sports life to see such Hall of Fame, once-in-a-lifetime athletes. Steph Curry, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, Barry Bonds, even though he did steroids and Messi. But Messi is Dios. Think about all the past, I mean, think about all the assists he's done in his career. 
on top of the scoring. Just think about the pass he did against Netherlands. The no look going through the legs. And then obviously on the second counterattack goal where he just does the flick. A flick on. Anyway, I'm so happy that he was able to accomplish everything because, as I said before, if you're a football fan, a true football fan, and you've played even for five minutes and watching Messi, you know that he is an alien among us and he is something truly, truly special and a once-in-a-generation talent. I know I'm not the only one that feels this way because we have some passionate Patreon members in our community who feel the same. I asked this to our community and I wanted to highlight these two responses. The first one from Gel Framed, who's a Panamanian American born person. And he basically said that he was screaming his head off with joy. And later that day he cried joyfully and just so happy and proud for the Argentina people, South America, the Americas, the cup has returned to our side of the hemisphere. So that's from Gel Framed. And another comment from Emily who said, also screamed my head off. It was like watching three thrilling games in one. So thrilling for Argentina, Messi, and the team. And she also commented about how Messi didn't look so out of control with his emotions and that he was pretty controlled. Uh, and I just wanted to mention that. I think he knew he had to be controlled because he had to be stoic because he knew these pictures and images and videos are going to be forever. And so you don't want to be out of control. And I think that's why he did that. Again, he's an alien. I would have been losing my mind, crying like a baby. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's messy. So I know I'm not the only one that feels this way about Messi, about this moment, because as we've seen from some of the responses from our Patreon community, they feel the same as well. Now, as I mentioned before, this is the last episode of 2022, and I really want to give a big shout out to our Patreon community. It's been so much fun this year with you guys. Uh, the conversations we have daily on our WhatsApp group is is so much fun. I, I really can't stress that enough. Uh, I want to thank Kim, who is seems to be fully recovered out of the hospital, which is good news. Uh, I want to thank Kim for his daily contribution for sharing the articles. I also want to give a shout out to Troy, who has helped me a bunch of times this year with recording uh, and also helping with the Barca B newsletter. And I also want to give a shout out to Craig McGuff, who has helped me this year as well with co-hosting. Uh, he'll be back next season, hopefully. And yeah, I just want to thank everyone else for listening and continuing. And I want to thank everyone else, uh, listeners who continue to listen to the podcast. I really enjoy talking football, giving my perspective of being into the arch rivals land of Madrid. And I hope you continue to listen. And again, if you're looking for more content and just more interaction, think about joining our Patreon community, only five bucks a month. I want to end an episode with my ode to Messi. Oh, Messi, the greatest of all time. Your talent and skill, a true one of a kind. You've dazzled us with your moves on the field, and now at last, your ultimate goal is sealed. In the desert heat of Qatar, you shined leading your team with courage and finesse, you never wavered. The ball at your feet, 
you danced and weaved past defenders with ease, your moments deceived. The final match, the tension was thick, but you remained calm, your nerves didn't prick. You scored a goal, the crowd went wild. As the Argentine team celebrates triumphant and proud, you raised the trophy high, tears of joy in your eyes as the world watched on in awe and surprise. The greatest player of all time has conquered the climb. The World Cup is yours. The world will sing. Of your triumph, a moment to treasure, a career of glory forever to measure. Messi, the World Cup champion. A title you wear with pride and honor. Messi, the king of the pitch. Your talent and skill, a true gift. We honor your greatness and all that you've achieved. You are the greatest player the world has seen. To witness your triumph and the joy it brings, Messi, our hearts sing. With pride and admiration for all that you've done, Messi, the greatest of all time, our ode is won. Podcast Network.